Because politics is such a hot topic, what I wanted to do was take a minute just to set some ground rules because tonight's going to be largely a conversation. And so this is something that we've done a lot in organizing work that I've been a part of. But essentially, in order for this to be a safe space for everybody, uh, it'd be good for us to come up with some sort of ground rules or a covenant for one another. Basically, uh, just a series of pretty basic rules that we all agree to stick to. Uh, and this is something that we'll revisit every week because we recognize that we're embarking on a potentially controversial subject, right? So um, feel free. We're just going to spend a couple minutes uh, here now uh, just taking suggestions from folks from what, what you think you would need in order to feel safe engaging in a, in a conversation where you're potentially going to be sharing things that you believe about something like politics uh, when there may be someone in your very same group that may have a totally different take on it. So we want to be able to hold space for every perspective. And uh, so we want to make sure that we've got some rules set up for that. So uh, with that said, does anybody have any ideas that they'd like to throw out there? Well, if there isn't anything else, then uh, I would love it. This may seem cheesy, but I would love for if, if all of us are willing to, if we can get down with this and abide by this as we engage in conversation, go ahead and let's, why don't we raise our hands and say, we will. <laughs> we will. Good, good. I mean, it, I know it totally seems cheesy, but it really, really helps. And not having this can, can lead to conversations just devolving and, and people leaving pretty bitter. And that's, that's not what we want from community, right? So uh, with this being said, what, what, um, what I'd love for us to do now is we've got a series of questions on the back of our page here. So we had uh, songs on the front. On the back, we have a series of group questions. What I'd love for us to do is uh, get into groups of maybe four or five, and we're going to spend the first few minutes in small groups uh, discussing some of these first questions. One, what makes us proud to call the U.S. our home, uh, and what makes us not so proud? So basically, like, what are the goods and bads of, of uh, society in, in the U.S.? And then um, what is it about the, the U.S.'s narrative that keeps us engaged as citizens? Does that, does that make sense? Uh, what, what's the American story that, uh, that gives people hope? Uh, so what keeps us believing in America, this ideal of America? Cool? So those will be your three questions that you guys can tackle as a group. Uh, so with that being said, go ahead and split up into groups of four or five. And once you get into those groups, uh, I'll just have you guys pick a facilitator to make sure that we're abiding by these ground rules. Um, I, would love, I would love to hear uh, some responses, like what were some themes or some things that kind of had some staying power within your groups regarding these first three questions. Like, and we can start with, uh, well, we can just like mix it all in, just like what, what, what kind of came up, like the goods, the bads, and what's that overarching narrative that keeps, keeps animating uh, America? Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Right. Yeah. Same word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. So yeah, we were talking about like freedom, um, that it's a cool ideal that we fight for, both religious and freedom of speech. Um, but then where we're like disappointed in America is where is that being actualized? Where is that? Where are the, or just not just freedom, but just some of those kind of American hierarchy ideals. Are they actually being implemented? That's kind of what we were having a conversation about. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You know, Nick, one thing that I think we uh, realized is how seldom we're ever asked the question, what are we proud of? Or, was, it, 
with, with our country. Mm -hmm. it's surprisingly hard to answer that. Not, yeah. Not because there's not stuff, but just nobody ever asks that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That is good. Um, and then when we were answering number two, it became like, oh, the fact that, so then what makes us not so proud is the fact that we see the roadblocks for people's opportunity. Yeah. That. So it's kind of like seeing that there is this ideal out there and freedom, you know, and having that complete sense of that and then knowing that the things we're not proud of are the things that are keeping us back from that. Yeah. We heard, excuse me, we heard another three themes. Uh, we said freedom, uh, community, uh, the, the level of engagement and welcoming when we're at our best, uh, and then so freedom, community, and opportunity. Mm. That anyone can do anything in the, in the United States. Yeah, yeah. Ideally. Yeah, ideally. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about uh, the third question, uh, well, uh, the great potential that the U.S. has. Mm-hmm. Other nations' eyes are on us. I mean, we have the potential to really overcome and do great things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there, there's that like hopefulness to it. It's like we can be great. We have that potential to be great. I mean, we've seen it like in <laughs> various forms, like with the so like usually because of mass social movements. <laughs> but you know, like we've seen that happen and that potential realized in various stages. Quote the musical Hamilton. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like the, uh, I can't sing it, uh, but just like he sings about being young, scrappy, and hungry like his country. Like, country of immigrants, we get the job done. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sorry. I'm never talking too much. Don't be one of those people. We'll put that up there um, next week. Don't talk too much. But just, I guess we didn't really get a chance, but just think about how young of a nation we are. I guess mm -hmm. just thinking about it, like, a lot of it's like, okay, here's where we are, here's where we want to be, and it seems like this immeasurable divide. Mm -hmm. It's like if we look over, like, we've only been around for less than 300 years, like, like you said, the potential, I guess that comes back to, like, the potential. We've come so far, like, quickly. Versus, yeah. Versus, like, you know, Europe, and then we don't know how much cooler they are. We also, like, they've been around thousands of years. They've got yeah. like, <laughs> castles, you know? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I think that it kind of gives a hope a little bit, like, hey, maybe, like, bridge that divide a little bit. Maybe if we place ourselves closer with Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, maybe like one or two more comments. Yeah, sorry. There was something along the lines of that about like being a young country that Jeremy sort of talked about that I thought was a really good way to kind of understand it was he talked about almost well he can talk about the underdog, about how he kind of like we, we were the underdog and now we're not, and when you're an underdog you do come together and you do Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just had a lot to, uh, against us and being the underdog had to yeah. work together. Mm -hmm. now, now that we're no longer in that place, you know, it's kind of hard to find that communal spirit to work together. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's good. It's insightful. I'm also not proud of the fact that we have oppressed, even though we were the underdog, we have oppressed other people. Like, mm -hmm. Bring slaves over or Native American population. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, why don't we move on to our next batch of questions?
So um, there, you all should have received, has it, have they been handed out, the scriptures? Okay, so in, in your groups, you guys should have a second sheet of paper. If you don't have this second sheet of paper, we can distribute it to you. But uh, it's on it. We, we basically went through and uh, did a brief survey of the Old Testament, or of the Hebrew scriptures and, and the New Testament. Uh, and we, we jotted down, we, we were looking for passages that spoke specifically about the reality on the ground for the kingdom of God. Like, what, what, are those, what are those very practical, concrete things that go into describing the political reality of the kingdom of God? Like, the way they approach economics, or politics, or social hierarchy, or a lack thereof. So, uh, what I'd love for you guys to do is just kind of uh, read through these, as, as many or as few as you'd like. You can just take a, just kind of glance over them. And then I'd love for you to answer these, uh, these next questions. Um, you can also just answer the exact same questions that you did for the, the, the U.S., but we're, we're looking at what, what are the characteristics of this system? What are some themes that you're noticing emerging from the kingdom of God? And what is its overarching narrative? Like, what is, what is the story that continues to animate this? Uh, the, the community of God's people. So uh, spend a few minutes in going through that, and then we'll, we'll come back and uh, discuss that as, an op- as a large group. Okay, so uh, what, 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 did we, what did we pull from this conversation? Did we notice uh, similarities, differences, what, uh, in the both pros and cons and, and the story that animates kingdom of God versus the story that animates uh, our the political system known as America, America. One thing I, I didn't even think of uh, to be proud of, I was saying about this earlier, but forgot that, uh, proud of America is actually we've, we've been very, very blessed to have relative stability, especially compared to other countries over the last 250 years. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got that difference between like individual versus community. Something else we talked about that was different. Um, we didn't really talk about it in that context, but we were just saying like there are some things in here that like if we took them seriously, like people would lose their minds. <laughs> so we talked about like nation will not pick up sword against nation. And when he was like, well, what happened if all of a sudden we stopped having armies? <laughs> it's just, you know, and we were like, oh God, like people, like, whoa, right? We don't live in that world. What would that be like? And then there was pardon all the prisoners. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what if we were just like, well, no more jails. Like, mm-hmm. people wouldn't know what to do. But like, it's there, but that is not, that would not um, happen mm-hmm. here. That's very different. That would not fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but definitely like a directive from Yeah. Yeah. What else? 
Did you guys come across any similarities? That was something that we talked about a little bit in our group. Was, uh, I mean, it seemed pretty easy to, to come up with differences between, uh, and really we can broaden it out beyond just America, like really any political system, like any nation's politics, but uh, any system of governance. But what, do you see any similarities between what we see, what we've been reading, and what, what the reality is in a place like here or elsewhere? Because we do have that whole like God and country kind of thing that's pretty strong in a lot of folks. You know, it's like those are the things you don't step on. You know, I, I would say that a lot of this addresses like kind of a brokenness. In, yeah. And kind of moving into a place, and I, I think for the most part, and I'm not as proud as America as the next guy, mm -hmm. but I think for the most part, we we do have space to try to address some of these issues, mm. like homeless people and, mm -hmm. and the poor and prisoners. We, but it's politics comes in the different ideas of how to address them yeah. a little bit but I think that at least we're having the conversation about a lot of these issues uh, hunger and, and, and war I think that is something that we have set up a system to have a debate and figure out mm. so it's there is hope in that a little bit I think yeah yeah that we've got a, we've got public space to have this right. conversation figured out are on the forefront of our public minds yeah. 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 I think it's kind of hard to sometimes you look at it in systems and politics the macro the big picture and you see a lot of the brokenness and what's broken and that's kind of what's the forefront and they can make it sometimes harder to be proud. But when you go into smaller communities and groups and people and even what you're saying with the cleaning the showers, the helping the poor, the small stories that aren't on the news every night, and you see that you see a lot more live into this, but with big systems, there's problems, there's people communicating, it's hard to do it on a larger scale, mm -hmm. so it feels like it's failing, but you can find examples of it where it's working on a smaller mm. scale. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, this is great. Any, any, last, any last comments? I realize that we're already uh, kind of past our time. It's about 8.05, so I want to make sure we wrap up here in just a minute. Yeah. So I, I struggle with is this possible? And perhaps that's my my lack of faith and my lack of moral imagination. But is this really possible? And how do how do we as people of faith how do we succeed and how do we reconcile this vision with the fact that there are people who are our neighbors who have a different vision mm -hmm. and who are deploying significant resources in order to Mm -hmm. because it will allow them to gain more. Mm. And that is, I think that's a big part of our current status quo in the political system. Yeah. And so how do we, where we, we are embracing of everybody, we invite everybody, but how do we encounter that? And how do we reconcile that? That is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's good, because like in the middle of this politics series, like, it's going to be our third, our third one in the series where we get to that question. So next time that we meet, we're going to be discussing, like looking at what was the reality in the first century political world and what was Jesus up to in, on that scene. Because I feel like we, we're going to want to know the context of that before we can begin to go to today and figure out that very question. It's like, is this thing possible? If so, how? Like, how, how have Christians done it in the past? How are Christians engaging in it or not engaging in it now? Like, how is this vision being lived out and how does that like interact or not interact with 
the political system that we find ourselves in. So that, that'll be happening on the, the third one. Yeah. But looking at this section, uh, uh, Luke, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? I can't help but think about, you know, how we pay our taxes, what we pay our taxes for, mm -hmm. and really question, is yeah. it lawful to pay our taxes to, you know, a government that's not representative of the people? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And especially if it's not representative of the values that you hold. True. Yeah, for sure. Well, great. Well, I think we answered everything that we needed to answer. So, so, so that's right. We did. Woo! Well, thank you. This is a, this is a good conversation. Like, uh, it, we're, we're not going to have answers, uh, but, but we're, we're beginning to, to open up to something that, that I think is great. Something that I think goes un, uh, unspoken all too often. Uh, so thank you for being willing to like reflect and answer some of these questions, both about country <laughs> and about like our, uh, about something like the vision of God's, uh, reign on earth. So, um, to, to close, um, I, I would like just to point you back to this little announcement sheet, uh, to remember that, uh, our next gathering is going to be the 24th. And that's when we'll have David May come to speak about first century political reality. So make sure you're here for that. Um, outside of that, Garrett. Yeah. yeah, I just want to share a few thoughts. Um, those who don't know me, I'm Garrett. Everybody can hear. We don't need microphones, right? Um, thanks for being here. I know we enjoyed ourselves tonight, but a lot of us are heavy hearted because of the things that have happened this week in our country, and we felt like it was important to at least speak to those as much as we can. Um, and so I just want to share some thoughts. I'm going to read here from something I prepared, and then we're going to close with a prayer. Um, our prayers and hearts are with the families, uh, the civilians and the officers who were victims of gun violence this week. Alton Sterling in Baton Rouge, Philando Castile in Falcon Heights, the five officers who were killed in Dallas, we have to remember that beyond being men of color, beyond being police officers, uh, these were people. They were someone's sons, someone's fathers, uh, someone's brothers, someone's friends. And just like our political discussion, you know, we kind of joked about, we don't have the answers. We don't have the answers to this violence tonight. Um, as a matter of fact, because of how a lot of us received the news, it was made more visceral and messy and bloody because social media just right there on our phones. I don't know about you, but I was just like kind of in bed in disbelief looking at my phone, realizing I was seeing like real footage of someone's life being taken on my phone in my home. And uh, it was unsettling. And so I'm, I'm just like you. I'm here tonight as someone who is shocked to learn of these events. Um, I'm mourning the loss of these lives still reeling from just the cruelty of these split-second decisions made with gunmetal and someone's life is gone. These are horrible events and they're still fresh, they're still raw, and so they're snapping us awake as a country. Everyone's thinking about this, everyone's trying to figure out how can we challenge ourselves to be more hospitable, to be more compassionate, to practice nonviolence every day in every encounter. 
and we don't have time tonight to kind of get into, I know we could have a discussion. This group would have a really good discussion about this, and I think we could be responsible enough, but we don't have time tonight to share our thoughts and opinions. Uh, I just want to say that whatever you feel about these events, it belongs. Be it anger or disgust or outrage, even like violence fatigue, just kind of like, I'm tired of it, I'm tired of seeing this, I'm tired of reading this. There's kind of something that can wash over you where you've, you've seen too much. All of that belongs. So whatever you're feeling, just let yourself feel it. Let the people around you feel it. If someone around you is angry and they're saying maybe things that uh, seem like extreme to you, let them feel it for a while. Um, so, I, like I said, we don't have answers. I thought about a passage in Romans that ironically was in our reading tonight in our groups, but it said uh, we should cry with those who are crying. And the verse is speaking about tears of solidarity, tears of empathy, tears of, yeah, me too. I feel that too. And so tonight it's not about race. It's not about uh, only people of color can be sad about this. This is something that we're all kind of feeling right now. Um, and so I just want to close tonight with a short prayer that speaks to the grief and the mourning that our country is feeling this week. And then we'll um, go ahead and get out of here. So let's pray. May God bless us with discomfort at easy answers, half-truth, and superficial relationships, so that we may live from deep within our hearts. May God bless us with anger at injustice, oppression, and exploitation of God's creations, so that we may work for justice, freedom, and peace. May God bless us with tears to shed for those who suffer pain, rejection, hunger, and war, so that we may reach out our hands to comfort them and turn their pain into joy. And may God bless us with enough foolishness to believe that we can make a difference in the world so that we can do what others claim cannot be done. Amen. 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 Peace and grace, folks. Thanks.